Yo, DJ L Spade, Commonage Podcast. Just a man doing the best he can with what he got. And I debated about even talking about this. Uh, the GA shooter. Man, I have no idea what angle I want to come at on this one because there's so many different ways you can look at this. Can I just be honest with you guys? Being from a country that has the constitutional right for the people to have guns, this shit is always going to happen. There's going to continuously be mass shootings as long as the people can own guns and have such great access to guns. It's going to happen. And this is me being a strong 2A supporter, too. I, I know people might think I'm just straight up liberal, liberal on everything. But no, I'm a strong 2A supporter. I love guns. When I get back to America, I plan on buying an AR-15. True story. But as long as you have guns as a right in the Constitution, you're always going to have mass shootings. Now, I'm pretty sure somebody's going to hit me with the, well, people been killing since the beginning of time. You can kill people with a knife or a sword. People always find a way to kill each other. Sure. Cool. You're right. However, what the gun did was it gave you the option of killing a person from a distance because with a knife, a sword, or a hammer, or any other blunt object, you got to get close and personal. You got to get messy. You got to be willing to go to a point that, whew, a lot of us ain't willing to go to. Like, the gun made killing convenient. You're right. People have been killing since the beginning of time, but the gun made it convenient and efficient because it takes a lot for me to kill 16 people in a group with a knife. Not so much with a gun. So if you're comparing, like, folks been killing each other since the end of time, so guns are not the problem, people kill people, you're not really taking into consideration technology and advances, dude. So it's kind of like a faulty argument. So I kind of get mad when people say that. Like, oh, you can kill somebody with anything. Yes, you can, man. But like me reaching out and killing you with my bare hands versus me pulling out my pistol and killing you, two totally different situations. Because if I kill you with my bare hands, my guy, 9 out of 10, that's personal. That, that is personal. Because it's easy as hell to get a gun, guys. It is. It's super easy, man. It's not hard whatsoever. And the argument is always made, yo, well, the bad guys know where to go get guns, so good guys need to have guns. All right, man, whatever, cool. It's an argument that it's always going to be in a circle. But the truth of the matter is, as long as you have guns so readily available in America, you're always going to have mass shootings. So we need to stop being surprised when mass shootings happen. Like, seriously. And I'm getting so tired of thoughts and prayers. Like, yo, thoughts and prayers are great. Awesome. But faith without works are dead. So either you're going to do something or just shut the fuck up talking about it. Like, dead ass. That's the sentiment I have now when it comes to mass shootings. That's pretty much what we do in America. All right, now let's talk about 
the shooting and the shooter. So police have in custody a man named Robert Aaron Long, who's the alleged shooter, uh, from People. The man accused of killing eight people at three Atlanta area spas on Tuesday allegedly confessed to the slaying and told police that he has a sexual addiction. Authorities announced it at a Wednesday press conference. Cherokee Lake Sheriff Frank Reynolds speaking about the suspect Robert Aaron Long, 21, said he made indicators that he has has some issues, potentially sexual addiction, addiction, and may have uh, frequented some of these places in the past. All right, so the first thing, when I heard there was a spa shooting in Georgia, I didn't go to instantly to, like, the happy ending Asian spas. I didn't. I went to, like, oh, well, masseuses. And that shows how stupid I am or how old and out of touch I done got. Like, I'm like, oh, not those happy ending spas. I'm thinking, like, yo, dude going in there to get some work done, you know, release tension. But dude has sexual addiction. Probably. Or whatever. Authorities allege that Long said that he planned to travel to Florida to kill more people had he not been arrested. Authorities also said Long's family recognized him from the security footage released through the media and worked with authorities to help apprehend him. Authorities said Long brought a gun used in the attack just hours. He, sorry, authorities said Long bought the gun used in the attack just hours before the first shooting. Which goes back to what I just said in the beginning of this damn podcast. It's easy to get a gun. Getting a gun ain't hard. Now the question is, right? And people always bring this up. Like, we should do background checks. Would a background check have stopped dude from buying a gun? Honest question. Because dude said he had issues in the past. So had them issues been documented and he was in some kind of registry, would that have stopped him from buying the gun to go kill everybody? Because the argument is always made that, you know, background checks won't help. That's the argument. Right? And, and, and it's not to say that, yo, dude could have bought the gun, right? And been perfectly mentally capable of having a gun and mentally aware. And then some traumatic experience happened three months later. Then he gets un uh, psychologically unstable. That, that could happen, right? But I'm just asking in this case. The argument is being made that dude has some kind of sexual addiction and issues to begin with. Then he went and bought a gun hours before he used the gun to kill people. So... If we had some kind of registry for mentally ill people not to buy guns, would that help here? Because I'm kind of thinking it probably would have. And if it wouldn't have helped, at least it would have been something. But once again, being an American, I realize, yo, as long as you have guns, it's illegal rights, people are going to get killed. They are. Just speaking honestly. Honestly. <sighs> 
the story goes on to say that possible racial animus towards the victims, six of whom were Asian women, did not appear to be the motive. Instead, describing the victim as targets of opportunity. Now, I had a big problem with this. They're saying that these shootings weren't racially motivated. <sighs> They're saying that this guy had a sexual addiction and, you know, he may have visited these spas before. That doesn't mean it's not racially motivated. Like first, American men really fetishize Asian women. It's a thing. Like American men like look at Asian women as super submissive, do whatever you want, take them on down through their dirty women. That's a thing of how some guys in America, I would say a vast majority of Americans, males, think of Asian women. And I'm saying this as a guy with an Asian girlfriend, a guy living in an Asian country. I can't tell you all the conversations I get about, yo, Spade, how many of them you got? I know you're running through them. Are they easy? Because I heard they easy. I'm like, bro, where you hearing this shit from? Because you got your facts all wrong, my guy. Like, seriously. That's racial. That's a racial motivation. He like Asians. How can it not be racially motivated? Dude shot one Asian spa, drove 40 miles, shot another Asian spa, then went across the street to another Asian spa and shot that one. You mean to tell me in between that 40 miles and in between there, you couldn't find no other spa with any other race of people giving services? Like, was this only in Asia, the Asian part of GA? Not to mention, dude was driving to Florida and said he was going to kill some more women. So you mean to tell me you're driving from Georgia to Florida? And there was no other race of women or people that you could have attacked in between there? Fuck out of here. I'm having a hard time believing that dude because you drove 40 miles. But white folks get the benefit of the doubt on a lot of this stuff, dog. Like, I don't know how you can just dismiss the racial part of this. If you're not aware, I'll go ahead and let you know that Robert Aaron Long is white, right? It really doesn't matter what color he is because black men also fetishize um, Asian women too. But this is a white man and white men tend to get the benefit of the doubt. Oh, it wasn't about racial animus. He was just sexually addicted. He was sexually addicted. It seems like he was fetishizing Asian women. Like, I don't know. I don't want to speculate, but I'm saying, dog, looking at the facts as presented to me, Dude targeted Asian spies. So 
He shot uh, Sun Sea Park, 74 years old. She worked at Gold Spa. She was the oldest person killed. She lived in New York before moving to Atlanta. Young Jay Grant, 51 years old, single mother, working at the spa to support her son going to college. Sancha Kim, 69 years old. Young AU, 63 years old. And Miss Tan, 49 years old. I'm I'm not saying that that senior citizens can't be sexy and attractive, but and I don't know how sex addiction works, but this doesn't seem like for me personally, I could be wrong, but it doesn't seem like the the rub and tug sexual spa. It just seems like a, a massage spa. Like like somewhere you go to get the knots at your back. It may come out later that this was in the red light district of, of Atlanta. I don't know. But I, I will say this. Me knowing where the red light district is in Japan, in the Tokyo area, and the red light district in the Philippines, I can tell you, generally they ain't like women 63 years old rendering services. They usually are, are the madams. Just, just being honest with the situation. So that's another level to it. I, I don't know what that means, if it means anything at all. I'm just saying it's hard for me to detach all these victims being Asian and not be an Asian racial problem. Not to mention in America, man, Hate crimes, which I hate that term, but hate crimes towards Asians has went up 150% since last dude was in office. You know last dude, the orange guy. It's a disturbing trend. Very disturbing. Now, the, the last angle that I have a problem with, and I just got to put out there, I had a big issue with the church distancing themselves from long. It kind of pissed me the hell off. And, and, and this is why. So the church put out a statement uh, saying that Aaron's actions were against everything the church believes and uh, in the strongest possible terms, they condemned the actions of Aaron Long and his stated reason for carrying out his wicked plans. Their statement further goes on to say that uh, such actions are totally contrary from the Gospels that they teach, right? Uh, no blame can be placed upon the victim, the church said. He alone is responsible for his evil actions and desires. The women he solicited for sexual acts are not responsible for his perverse sexual desires, nor do they bear any blame in these murders. These actions are the results of a sinful heart and deprived mind 
for which Aaron is completely responsible. Now, you're reading that statement, you're probably like, yo, Spade, what's wrong with that statement? Yeah, they're coming out here and condemning them. Yeah. Good job. Yeah, for condemning that. No, church, you're partly to blame. Because what they did not mention is Aaron was going to this church for help, seeking help for a sexual addiction. So you had your hand in there trying to fix the guy, right? So now when the guy is broken, you're going to distance yourself from him? Oh, no, 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 no. Yo, this is my thing, right? The church is not a psychiatric ward or a medical facility. It's a place of worship. It's a place of faith. However, I refuse to let the church elevate themselves to a point where, like, yes, come to us and get treatment for your sexual addiction. But then when the treatment doesn't work, you can just distance yourself. I got a problem with that, man. These were longtime parishioners at your church. It's my understanding that the church's job is to take care of sinners. This is an ultimate sin. These actions are a result of a sinful heart. I thought you were supposed to change that, church. Crab Apple First Baptist Church in Middleton, Georgia? Nah, man. You're probably responsible too. You're out here trying to fix the guy, but then when something goes wrong, Oh, nope, no, 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 uh, that's his sinful heart. Mm-mm, no. And let me be fair. The church is not responsible for the actions of Mr. Long. However, I just find it disgusting that the church is distancing themselves from him. And it may come out that they have like licensed medical therapists there. And I hope that's the case. Y'all ain't got no real money. Y'all spending y'all bill money. I make the dough and let it rock. Yo, what up? DJ L Spade here. If you like my podcast, why don't you check out my new single, Dough, on Spotify, Apple Music, and all other streaming providers. Dough is a double entendre. <laughs> check it out. Tell me what you think. Peace. That's real money. Y'all ain't got no real money. Y'all spending y'all bill money. I make the dough and let it rock. Slice it up. That's real money. Yo, um... As I'm recording this current podcast, news has come down that there's been another mass shooting in Colorado. As reporting stands now, as I'm hearing this, uh, 10 people are dead on the scene. They have a suspect in custody. Uh, It's not much this being um, let out far as information. So I don't really know. And I don't want to do a lot of speculation on this. I actually like had something else planned for this section segment of my podcast. 
But, like, come on, bro. <laughs> like, seriously, I'm, I'm trying not to be an asshole or cynical about this, but like I said in the first section, th this is going to keep on happening, man. As long as you have a country who's like live or die by this Second Amendment, you're going to keep on having mass shootings. Because guns are way too easy to get. It takes, man, look. I have no idea why we haven't taken any common sense measures for gun control. And I know somebody right now is going to hit me with the argument. Well, how is that going to save lives? Look, man, you always are going to have deaths as long as you have guns. You're always going to have mass shootings. But that doesn't mean you don't have to take common sense measures to try to reduce the number of people killed. I think we all can agree that, yo, me killing 10 people versus three people is better than I kill three. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, if we can make it harder for people to kill, then the better off it would be, right? I mean, am I saying something like totally out of touch? But I, I totally recognize that we're going to have deaths, accidental or even purposeful, and people who are going to snap and kill people. I recognize that as a person from the country, country with a strong uh, constitutional right to have guns, I truly, fully understand that, yo, to make an omelet, you're going to have to break a few eggs. If that's a right, if the right, if every citizen in America has the right to carry a gun, then yo, people are going to die. I recognize that. And I'm not trying to be cynical with that, but that doesn't mean you, you can't take common sense measures. But the problem is you can't do shit when it comes to gun reform, man. Nothing. And it's never the right time to talk about it. So you just had two mass students within the span of two weeks. But you can't talk about gun reform now because that's taking advantage of the situation. And then when the situation is over, you can't break it up. People just kick the can down the road, which is dumb as fuck to me. I don't get it. And the arguments against gun reform are even dumber. Like, yo, you can like, you can just like suggest Simple common sense stuff like yo, background checks. Well, background checks won't work. Like, but why? I mean, you do background checks to get a job, right? <laughs> but if you can't get background checks to get a gun, come on. It's like any regulation you suggest infringes on some people's constitutional rights. And I'm pretty sure somebody's gonna hit me with the well, Chicago. Chicago had 15 gun deaths, and nobody talks about that, which is a so unfair, right? Because people use Chicago as the counterpart for everything that's wrong in America. And it's a lot of racial undertones with that. Like people just really want to talk about black people. So they use Chicago. Because the thing is, right? You're using Chicago while you also have counterpoints like in Georgia and Boulder, Colorado. <laughs> but the argument is always, what about Chicago? What about Boulder, Colorado? In Georgia, when white folks are just shooting people in mass. Like, what about that? What, what does it have to do with Chicago? Right? 
Not to mention, nobody wants to talk about like the work that is being done in Chicago and how Chicago gun violence has went down significantly. Also, nobody wants to talk about the lack of jobs that were in Chicago that lead to that. Because you have to be able to differentiate between hate crimes and crimes of poverty. Because seriously, when you have poverty, you're going to have crime. We know that poverty is one of the factors of crime. Right? Like I know people out here slinging drugs. Not proud of it, but I know people out there selling drugs. And they'll tell you, I'm slinging drugs because there ain't no good jobs. If you give somebody the option between a good paying job and slinging drugs, I guarantee you, 85% of the people slinging drugs will stop. Now, you're always going to have a cross-section of people slinging drugs because that's what they do. And like it's unrealistic to think that you're going to drop crime, crime down to zero. So that's always my argument when people say, oh, black on black crime is a problem. I always ask, well, how low does the crime rate need to drop before you give a damn and start doing something? Because any realist, no crime is not going to drop to zero. It's not. Crime's not zero amongst any community in America, white, black, Asian, or other, right? But it's just an argument to say, hey, let's not do anything. Let's kick the, the, the can down the road. And yo, let me just deal with something that Tucker Carson put out, man. He said that people are race-mongering because what we know about the suspect in the Boulder, Colorado shooting is his name, his name is Ahmed Ahawadi Alis. I think I'm pronouncing that right, right? So people are getting mad and Tucker Carson using this to say it's race-mongering because initial report said the man was white. Now, here's the thing, right? Here's the ultimate fact about this. The terms white and black are amorphous as hell, right? They change. That's why you have like um, a history of people not being white until like society decided to make them white, like the Irish. And that's why you can have people pretending to be black like Rachel Dozal, because the terms are super amorphous, right? So when you look at the suspect, a man, at a initial glance, he has Caucasian features. So you would say he's white. That is not race-mongering, right? So yeah, just because his name is Islamic or Arabic, that doesn't mean his perception, when you look at him, is not white. It's like this, Cuba. Cuban, Cuba has white Cubans and black Cubans. Afro-Latinos, what they call it. You know what I'm saying? Terry Crews. Is Terry Crews white or black? By this uh, bipolar construct we have in America. Terry Crews' father is Cuban. So is Terry Crews black, white, Latino? What is he? The term is totally amorphous depending on the situation. And this is where we get a lot of leeway. Oh, he's not white. Look at his last name. Well, look at the damn person. We look at white and black as a term of privilege, right? Like Obama. When you saw Obama, you didn't say, oh, they go a half white guy. You like, oh, dude's black. Right? The same thing with the suspect. When you see him, you're like, oh, it's a white man. Right? 
The same thing is you see a black person, they go, oh, a black suspect down the line because it's easier to identify black, right? Because this melanation in our skin, right? You go, oh, he's black. But what if dude is from um, Senegal, right? Is he still black or is he Senegalese? You're saying black. It's a blanket term. So the problem you have with Ahmed, who is a fair-skinned guy, where do you put him at? The man look white. So he's white. Dims the rules. So here's what, uh, what they said. The Fox News report. So this is what wokeness is. This is how you see the world when you have been so corrupted by ideological mania that you consider even a mass shooting a perfect opportunity to push your race-based political agenda. Yes. Yes. That's what we push race-based political agenda. Like everything else in America isn't race-based. Like, this is the problem I have. Everything in America is based on race. When you see shooting suspects in Chicago, you're like, oh, uh, those are black people. You like, if you're going to make the argument that we shouldn't see race in crime, you're going to stop doing that with black people, right? It's just, we know mass shootings on general are done by white men. True story. Then we learned the suspect's name, Ahmed Al-Hawadi Alis. I hope I'm saying that right. That fact raised an immediate problem for the race mongers. Does Ahmed Alis qualify as a white man? Yes, he does if he looks white. This is the point, dude. If you look white, you're in. Right? Are Irish people white? Are Italian people white? Are Spanish people white? Are Scottish people white? How do you know? You're not going around looking at people and being like, hey, man, show me your race. Let's see if you're really Caucasian. No, you're going by looks. And this dude look white. So miss me with that shit, Tucker Carlson and Fox News. You're being stupid. And that's really what we're doing with gun reform. And people who have a problem with gun reform, you have no consistency with your arguments, dude. And, and, and this is why I say that. Like, think about all the things that the government has a hand in reforming that you don't talk about. Like, seatbelts. Yeah. Why are you required to wear seatbelts? You're required to wear seatbelts because seatbelts have the possibility of saving your life. You can still die in a car accident with a seatbelt on. The seatbelt is not a cure-all. It's not like, okay, I'm wearing this seatbelt. I'm good. But the argument is, yo, it can help to protect your life if you are in an accident. So why don't we do the same thing with guns? With a background check, like stop all killings? No, it would not. But it'll make it harder for some people to get guns. Isn't that what we want? Because once again, realizing that Everybody in America has a constitutional right to have a gun. That Hey, it's going to be killings. We all accept that, right? So why not make it a little bit harder? Also, sticking on cars, why do we have school zones? Right? We got speed limits and school zones. You got to go 15 miles an hour. You still can die getting hit by a car at 15 miles an hour. But why do we have speeding limits? To help protect people so they don't die. So if you're down for 
speed limits in school zones, why are you against background check for guns? This is the issue I have, man. Folks are not consistent. So, like, seriously, when this news came down, I, I was just like, are you serious, bro? Are you serious? But like I said in the first section, dude, it's going to keep on happening. It's going to happen again. It's always going to happen. So what are we going to do now? And if history repeats itself, the answer is we ain't going to do a goddamn thing. Because we ain't built for it. Don't hate me for saying it, man. I'm just a realist about these situations now. From the outside looking in, America got a lot of problems, and I don't know if we even willing to fix them. And I, and I will say this, though, for anybody who's talking about Chicago being the problem, man, like, if you're pointing the finger at Chicago, which really is a proxy for saying black people, I really got to ask you, when are we going to uh, handle the scourge of uh, the white people out here? Because once again, January the 6th, primarily white people. I mean, you might saw one black person in there, primarily white people. Mass shootings in America. Yeah, you have a few Jackie Robinson or mass shootings, but majority white people, white males. When are we going to handle that? Anyway, man, don't listen to me. I'm just a dumb rapper, dog. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. And that's the Common Knowledge Podcast, man. Everybody in America, please be safe. 